Hello, um, my name's Killian. Uh, welcome to MK Ultrafilm, and how how are you doing? Hey, man, I'm Mark. Welcome to MK Ultrafilm. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We uh, we've decided to just reintroduce the concept because Killian. Um, I'm not sure if you like me saying this, but he's famous now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for any new listeners, we might have. We both watch movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as we watch them. I'll send Killian a voice message. He'll send me a voice message and we could just get the first impression of the film, mm-hmm. right? And then come on the podcast and we re-listen to our voice messages and then kind of reevaluate what we think. Because the voice message, you want to capture those first thoughts, what yeah, you thought yeah, about yeah. it, but then you want it to kind of ruminate a bit and kind of, uh, is that a good, is that marinate, the right word? Ruminate, marinate, rumi- marinate, ruminate. Those are the two Ruminate is when the cows uh, I think that's sick. something to do with, yeah, like <laughs> animals that have more than one stomach. You, you want to ruminate on the, you, I guess it's like further digest the, the idea. <laughs> yeah, so, that's uh, basically it. Uh, so yeah, we watch movies, um, give an immediate WhatsApp voice review to each other, and then we play them back on the pod and then say if our opinions have changed that's it um a lot more concise there and we we had a correction from last week's show oh uh last week i reviewed sightseers a british film which i said would have been better if the actors had been comedians Mm. and eagle-eared listener lucy lacombe has said that the actors in that were comedians And it was based on a sketch about a really boring British couple that go on holidays and kill people. So I should have uh, been more specific when I was talking about it. Instead of saying the actors should have been comedians, they should have been funny comedians because they Mm. were they were not funny. Uh, That's that's the that's the that's what you meant the whole time. That's what I meant. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's in when you say comedian, you mean funny. And uh, these two people weren't funny. They were creepy. Yeah. Just to add on to the. uh, Add on to the intro there. I just want to say another part of the show. You don't want to be listening to the show for facts or oh, yeah. for us to remember <laughs> um, the names of any actors or yeah. even films. Notoriously, um, <laughs> we can't remember the names of anything. So uh, if you're looking for an informative film podcast, you're better off leaving right now. Uh, press an mm. X. Um. But if you do have any further corrections, it'd actually be very helpful to us because we're we're looking to learn. Yeah. <laughs> This is our our form of film school. Uh, how, how have you been getting on? How's Berlin at the moment, Mark? It's fine. Um, just just living. It's you know, COVID here still doesn't really exist, so that's nice. Been watching more movies. It's kind of getting into. Uh, it was very very hot for a long time, but it's mm-hmm. kind of getting. It's getting um, darker earlier. It's getting a bit chilly, so mm. it's nice. Like sun's going down around like half seven, I guess. So it's really getting back into movie watching season which is good yeah um got a vpn so it's opened up a whole new <laughs> realm of netflix and what's other... what, what, what a vpn like hides your ip address right it i don't really know what it does but basically you can make it it can make it can make the internet think that your computer is in a different country and what can you do with that uh so like netflix and different like for example um do you know adult swim or there's there's some yeah, yeah. tv or even like adult swim or bbc like you know on bbc there's some things that say like oh you have to be in mm-hmm. the uk for this you can just make your computer pretend it's in the uk and That's then you good. can watch all of that stuff but even netflix is different in different countries so okay you yeah, can get yeah, a vpn yeah. and go on the us one or go on the blah 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 blah. it's like so, the modern version of the dodgy cable you know when you were when you were yeah. younger, there was like the dodgy cable you could get off a guy and he'd just... The dodgy like, box. Yeah, the dodgy box. And you just get mm. all this stuff. The VPN is kind of the modern version of the dodgy box. Mm. Also, uh, also the VPN, I personally wouldn't be doing anything like this. But if you did <laughs> want to do some illegal activity on the internet, it makes it uh, nearly impossible for anyone to, to find out. Just want to um, say again, like we do not condone doing yeah. any any illegal things on the internet whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And uh, never could condone that. It actually, the <laughs> amount of money me and Killian spend on streaming films on Amazon Prime and other services, it disgusts me that people just go ahead and pirate them. It's so it's really horrible. I mean, it's, it's yeah. those people, you know, I'm telling you. <laughs> They're sick. They're sick. Um, anyway, we've got quite a lot of stuff to get through today. A pretty we stacked do actually, show. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't so be we should probably just much. press on, uh, press on with the, with the film. Big one to start. Big one. The first, it feels like the first new film 
of 2020 or not of 2020, but of the post COVID era or it, the COVID era, I suppose. It feels like it's the first it's, new film I've seen. It's interesting that you said that, like the way you said that the first film of 2020, because I had completely forgotten that there was ever a period of 2020 that was normal. Like there was a, a like January yeah. was kind of okay. And yeah. I think when did it get really bad? I can't remember. Like mid February, I think maybe the end of February for us. Like, I, keep, I mean, I think for yeah, China, yeah, yeah. it was, it was yeah. like January, but, yeah, um, but, but yeah, like it seemed like I, a very distant thing, but there was a month, yeah. there, month and a half there when I did dry January and I was like, I actually was like, 2020 is actually going to be a really good year for me. It's going to yeah, be the yeah. best year. I'm going to just do everything, <laughs> you know? Oh, man, what a bad year, dude, right, January. within three months. <laughs> the, the, uh, but it, it's funny, like, I, I kept being like, oh, there's, you know, I haven't seen a film since, like, 2019, like, in the cinema or yeah. anything. And, and I, t- I totally have. Like, there's definitely mm. movies that come out in January and February. I just can't remember. Yeah, I can't so. remember them at all. Um, no. But, yeah, we're talking about Tenet, right? I don't know if we said that, but Tenet is the big film Mm. that came out i don't know really when it came out but it sort of slowly trickled out over the last month or so and it's christopher nolan's big blockbuster that was supposed to come out but it got postponed obviously and Mm. now it's out and um everyone and your mother has gone to see it and there's a lot of opinions around we got an opinion of a friend uh martin walker friend of the show uh, Mm -hmm. who sent it in and we've also both got our own reviews but we don't know what what we think about it this is the big review i'm going to find out what mark thinks about it he's going to find out what i think about it will we start with martin's no, do Martin last. Do we're Martin, we're yeah. more important. We're yeah, more we important. Actually, more important. I'm dying to hear what you thought. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Who do you want? Do you want me first or you first? Uh, you saw it first, so you can go first. Okay. But the film is about time travel, so we're going to do you first. Ah, damn it! Inversion. You're right. I mm. should go first. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Hey. So just saw Tenet. Saw it in Dundrum, your local. And overall, I have to say. Uh, mostly negative feelings coming out of it felt like a really rushed mess of a film the really annoying thing was just how the actors spoke they spoke really in a mumbly kind of way a lot of the times they'd be wearing masks or have their faces covered in some way so you just couldn't hear what they were talking about and then you have this quite this confusing plot and then you have really loud music really atmospheric loud music that sort of getting in the way of your hearing what the characters are saying. The main part of trying to enjoy this movie will probably be having some sort of understanding of what's going on. And the fact that you're not able to understand what the actors are saying just adds to it. Um, like Robert Pattinson just mumbles the whole time. <laughs> He's sort of like... That being said, like all those sort of negative things being said, I actually found watching the film not that unpleasant an experience. thought some of the action scenes were pretty good, but uh, overall it was just... It was just too... What was the point what, of just like perplexing the audience like that? It doesn't really... It felt like a bit patronising to watch that film because it felt like someone was like, oh, you don't get it, you have to know. And it's like, no, this film has done a bad job at explaining it to people. And I feel like, you know, the reviews are already seem to be looking pretty negative and everyone I've talked to says, ooh. But yeah, no, I definitely would say uh, worst Christopher Nolan film I've seen. But um, that being said, he, he, you know, he tried to do something different, I guess. So you can commend him on that. Okay, now you. Mm. All right, man. I uh, just went to see it in the cinema there with my friends Brian and John. And uh, man, that film was a big mess. A big, jumbled up load of nonsense. <laughs> I was trying to think how to describe it, and I think it's quite like if you've ever seen those videos where people get AI algorithms and they feed them, like, sometimes they give them scripts. Like, I saw one where they fed it a load of Harry Potter pages and then they got it to write some Harry Potter text based on what it's read. It was like they just got a robot, made it watch all the Daniel Craig, James Bond films, all of Christopher Nolan's films, and then maybe a few like weird anime films like Ghost in the Shell or, I don't know, fucking some other, like Akira and stuff. And, uh, and then they just got the robot to make a film. Like, it definitely was a movie. Uh, <laughs> and it had lots of cool scenes and really cool special effects, but like, just made no sense. And so much of the dialogue just was so confusing, indecipherably confusing. There's just so much talk of like, he's already dead in the past, in the future. What if we do this in the future? Or I've, I've, I've known you for years, but you haven't met me yet. Like, we're gonna meet in the future, but I already know you because I'm living my life in the 
in reverse in the past. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, the level of confusion was so much that, like, there's some fights where they'd be fighting, and I was like, I have no idea who they're fighting here. They're clearly fighting against a rival military or militia of some sort, and I have absolutely no idea who they are or who they're fighting for. Uh, So confusing. But, weirdly, I kind of liked it at the same time. I definitely would never, ever consider watching it again in the past, present, future, or definitely not in reverse. But it was two and a half hours long and it kind of went by okay. Like, I think the special effects were pretty good and there was some cool fight scenes and a lot happened. But yeah, it was stupid. Like, overall, I'd just say it was stupid. Oh, dear. We seem to have morphed into the same person and uh can now no longer have different opinions of films (laughs) yeah i was disappointed with that remember last time we did something like this it was with uh dr dr strange dr sleep or dr Dr. sleep Sleep, it was called dr strange we had completely different opinions. a lot more fun with this we both just agree almost the exact same picked up on almost the exact same thing yeah Um, interestingly though i've heard a lot of people talk about the mumbling speech yeah, and uh, maybe I had just completely stopped listening to the movie by this yeah. stage, but I didn't really, um, I didn't really notice that at all. There's a scene with Michael Caine. Um, maybe we can explain the plot as best we can. Tenet is about a guy who's sort of like a James Bond character. He's like a super spy, uh, mm. and he's um, on this mission to win this fight that'll stop the world from ending. Uh, and it's to do with this technology called inversion, which can make objects move backwards in time. And uh, mm. and that's essentially it. Um, that's as You can't explain any more of the plot without kind of get, uh, confusing things. Well, but, also, like, I can't just because I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, yeah, actually, I don't even understand it as well. I'm not going to try. I'm not bothered. But yeah, there's yeah. a whole scene with Michael Caine in it, who just is just like another character who just sort of mysteriously appears in it. And then yeah. disappears, and you don't even know what the whole scene was about. But he literally yeah. talks like these guys. I just, I just, like this is genuinely what he sounds like in the movie. He's like, "Oh, it's just, it's just waving in my it's technology, and it's going backwards and forwards <laughs> at the same time, and it's like, fucking good." And you're sitting there going, "Like, I know That's this amazing. is actually quite important uh, dialogue, yeah. but I have I have no idea what he's saying." It's it's so, and the thing about it that I think is annoying is it's not. I don't think the plot is complicated. I think the technology or whatever in it is complicated. You mm. know, it's not, you're not coming away trying to understand. Well, well, you are, but like, I think the thing that complicates it is just this weird technology he's invented rather than the story. You don't come away being like, oh, I wonder who did this or who did that or or what was happening. It's mm. just like all a technological related confusion, which yeah, it's, is it's shit. Con- it's shit. It's a concept. It's a garbage concept. Mm. Inversion. Inversion is just like a weird version of time travel that just doesn't work. I think it just doesn't make sense. You need like an idea, like the the, the inception. The reason Inception was so good because it was easy. It's just like mm. dreams, and you can go into dreams, and time moves slower. And like you're mm. like, yeah, I get that. That's easy. I understand that. Inversion makes no sense. Like a, mm. a bullet that can move backwards in time. But you're like, but it's not moving backwards in time. What's going on? Like it's Yeah. And then yeah, there's just so many. It's like, how do you use a weapon like that? Do you have to put a bullet in a wall f- first and then wait yeah. for someone to walk past and then suck <laughs> it back into the gun? Or... It's so it's so dumb. It's so it dumb. It doesn't yeah, it the whole thing. And also I couldn't really get an understanding of the main character. Sometimes mm. he was really serious and sometimes he was really kind of cheeky and yeah, was yeah, making yeah. little cheeky lines. And then, yeah. like, there was just no real. I didn't, couldn't really get a grasp of yeah, what his yeah. whole. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard is because, like, you don't know where he's from or what his backstory is. Yeah, um, I did have a moment there. I think it was last night. I was thinking about the movie, and I haven't thought about it a lot. Like, it hasn't. It's not one of those movies where you're like, God, I'm really thinking about that. But I was mm. just thinking. I was. I was in the shop, and I uh, heard it on the radio, and I was like, Wait what if we watch the movie backwards? Would it explain the whole thing? (laughs) But then I was like, wait, obviously you couldn't watch it backwards because all the words would be backwards. Maybe. (laughs) You remember like like, in the 70s, they used to say like records, like you play certain records backwards and there's messages. Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin backwards is like the devil or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There were so many stupid, like 
Do you remember when he whatever was Whatever happens, living? happened. They used to yeah. say things like that. Or whatever happens, happened. Happens, happened. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Mm, do you remember <laughs> when he was in the lighthouse and he was working out in the lighthouse and for some reason he... Or not the lighthouse, the big the big turbine. Yeah, yeah. And then he climbs, he climbs like, he climbs up like a hundred rungs of the ladder and then starts doing pull-ups. Why is yeah. he doing them all the way up there? That's whatever happens, happens, happens. There's, all, there's also a scene of him doing pull-ups on a lifeboat that was just driving around. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was just, that about? Some action shots, you know? What? It was kind of yeah, James no, that, Bondy. That... It was kind of James Bondy, like Jason Bourne kind of Mission Impossible. It had that vibe to it. Uh, and actually, like in some ways, it was kind of a, a, a real straight um, action movie with just an mm. insanely confusing plot. I, I would say at no point there were many action scenes which I thought were pretty cool, but at no point, like in for none of them, did I know what was at stake or what they were trying to achieve. There wasn't yeah. like ev- there was like a car chase, and I was like, "Who are they chasing? What's going on?" There was like various fights, and I was like, "Who are they fighting?" Why are they fighting? Yeah, exactly. What yeah. are they trying to get? Yeah. And then like some, sometimes they'd even like retrieve a briefcase or something mm. and they'd be like, I got it. And I was like, what's in that briefcase? I don't know what it, <laughs> what's in there. <laughs> oh yeah. There is like a, in your review there, you said like there's points where they're fighting whole armies of people and you're like, first of all, I don't know who my guys are. I don't know who the goodies are, where this army yeah. assembled from and the baddies. I have no idea who the baddies are. Yeah. There's just an I, army of goodies and baddies who are fighting each other for some reason and you don't know. And you're like, where did these people come from? What are they doing? Mm. And like, I think I know who I'm going for, but I don't really understand what or why. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing you really know that remains true for the whole film is that the main character is the main character. Yes, he definitely <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. He is definitely the main character of the movie. But even in the opening scene, that whole thing, there's some, let's just say like there's a tactical military operation of some yeah. kind. But that even that has like four layers. There's like yeah, people yeah. pretending to be... There's people, yeah. there's Russian, there's uh, like so, some soldiers and then there's undercover soldiers and then there's double undercover soldiers who are mm-hmm. pretending to be undercover soldiers. Mm. And then there's like terrorists yeah, or yeah. something. And it's What's like, the point? from the get go, you're like, yeah. what? Ugh. What did, what did Martin think? Let's hear what Martin thought. That's a good idea. Yeah, that movie is fucking terrible. I have absolutely no idea what happened. Um, they seem to have taken something that's been done many times before and it's a relatively simple idea, time travel, and made it entirely unintelligible. <laughs> like, to the point where I, throughout the movie numerous times, put my head in my hands in exasperation and the people next to me were just like laughing throughout the whole thing because it's so ridiculous. On top of that, the writing is very, very bad. Specifically, the conversations had between the main character, i.e. the protagonist, as he calls himself many times, and the the Indian gunrunner. I hated that movie. I hated that movie a lot, and it's really giving me appreciation. I want some more fucking tight 90-minute films. Like, I don't know what in today's today's era of, like, blockbuster films has made us go away from just easy a to b storytelling that keeps the audience entertained and doesn't try to fuck my mind up because that stuff is good and whatever christopher nolan was trying to do there was very very bad so yeah i would say out of five give it a uh, 1.5 oh oh 1.5 a new a new film manifesto written there by martin walker get the films back to a to b storytelling get them into Mm. 90 minutes long Oh my. Mm. Yeah, again, you know, very much on board. I did enjoy how he said they've taken a very simple concept like time travel. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knows how simple it is. (laughs) Time travel. You just go backwards and forwards. That easy. (laughs) I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen a film deal with time travel in a way that didn't didn't leave me going like, but what about this? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's always a bit of a huh? Yeah, um, well, I liked uh, what I what I'm going to put out a call now for is any listeners who liked Tenet a lot. I'd very much like to hear a review from someone. Yes, who liked it. we're looking for you. I'm I'm open to hearing it. Yeah, um, I, I I'd say I've hated movies more before, and I think as we both agreed, watching yeah. the actual like f- watching of Tenet wasn't so bad. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
I've watched films that I hated. Like, for example, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I hated that. And mm. I found it torturous to watch. But Tennis? Yeah. Not so bad. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, it was just shit. It's just a shit film. Stupid. Um, unfortunately. Okay, well, I think we've given Tenet, um, we've given Tenet all the time and inverted time that we could give it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to watch the movie to get that reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, what what is the next film we will be doing? The next film we're gonna do is a film called Spree, um, which is a relatively new one, I think. Um, I don't really know anything about it. I I don't know who directed it or anything, but I watched it and it's new. Um, and I think I give a little bit of an explainer in the review, so we'll just roll on with it. Okay. I just watched Spree, a film starring the guy from Stranger Things who is the bully at the start, and then he works in the ice cream shop. I don't know if you've watched Stranger Things. But um, it's about a guy who's kind of, like, obsessed with social media and live streaming and is trying to get a live stream thing going. It actually reminded me a lot in that respect of 8th grade, where he is a very dedicated live streamer, but he rarely gets even more than 10 um, followers or 10 views or whatever. And he was pretty desperate to kind of get his views up. He's kind of like this real desperate, kind of quiet, seemingly like lonery kind of dude. He has gets a job as an Uber driver, which is called Spree in the movie. And he just goes on a killing spree around LA and live streams the whole thing um, and gradually gets like more and more followers or more and more viewers as it goes on. And then there's this whole thing of like, oh, people think it's a joke and people blah, blah, blah. It actually like... <laughs> It was pretty stupid and it's kind of it kind of annoyed me because do you ever watch a film and you're like I wish this was made better you know what I mean because <laughs> the idea was cool in that actually the, the whole film I should have mentioned this sounds like it'd be annoying but it's actually well done the whole film was done you were always watching like a YouTube live stream or a uh, and it had the whole YouTube interface and everything or an Instagram live stream and you could see the whole Instagram thing and yeah as I was saying it could have been good but it's kind of like they were afraid to make it too serious. And I think having it more serious and maybe it's kind of like lightheartedly dark. Whereas I think it only would have been good if it was like proper dark, you know, like it said on the cover, it was like the modern age is American Psycho or something. But like, I think American Psycho, he knew what he was doing wasn't good. Whereas in this, he's kind of just like, I'm dumb and I'm doing this for followers. And there was a lot of like very heavy handed, like just, follower related like he kept reiterating like i'm doing this to get more followers or wow i've got so many streamers and stuff um and there was like the end was interesting like the way it ended was kind of good i was like oh that was clever but then overall i was just like ah i wish they didn't make it silly i don't think i don't think you can have a film well i'm sure you can think of a lot of exceptions but i don't think you can really have a movie that has a serious message or a serious critique on society that's also kind of silly and funny or something or maybe you can, like you i'm sure you can i just can't think of any right now you definitely can i guess that's kind of what comedy's for isn't it but yeah i just kind of wish it was more serious and less less dumb and then i think it would have been good not that it yeah well yeah okay yeah. the uh yeah i want i want a, i want a clear distinction between silly things and serious things <laughs> no mixing just go back you go there's no way something can be funny but also have a serious message and then like in the same sentence you go well i mean that is basically what comedy is for yeah yeah yeah. no that that's the nature of the yeah. you know it's just the stream of consciousness that sounded like um that sounded like an interesting film it sounded very much like a a, a black mirror film it sounded like a black mirror yeah film. yeah like yeah a, an idea it kind of was cool like i mean i know it did, wasn't done well but like i like that idea the, the idea is good and i guess it brings in the kind of morbid fascination thing and weirds mm. you know on the internet you know people watch there's all these horrible videos going around nowadays and people watch them for years you know and people mm. and i think if there was someone live streaming him going around la on a killing spree it probably would get a shit ton of viewers before it got taken down yeah um and that and that would have made for a cool film, I guess. Mm. But it's just really silly. Like, even though there's no jokes in it, everyone kind of acts or behaves as if it's a comedy film, mm. even though there's no real comedy. And I think mm. maybe sometimes the killings are meant to be funny, but they're they're not really. They're not mm. very nice. But 
the uh yeah it just it just felt kind of stupid the and tone there was, a thing, was off then yeah completely that's yeah exactly and i think as well the he never acted as if he knew what he was doing was bad he was just like i got a new idea i'm gonna go on a killing spree and kill loads of people which i just thought was kind of dumb like it yeah it if he showed like i'm gonna do this and i think it's really gonna pay off or i don't know if he mm. just showed some kind of there's also a bit of some cringe like a uh, kind of 2020 millennial lingo in it like yeah. there's a bit where a big jock guy gets in the car and, and calls him an incel in a really like he just says the word. He's like, oh, you're an incel. Like, not in a good context. Yeah. And then there's a bit where a skinhead gets in the car and says, like, white power to him. And then he says, like, oh, I don't believe in that. And he goes, oh, so you're a snowflake. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> crap. <laughs> crap. That was like old Ben writing uh, contemporary plots. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They just Google, like, they went on Urban Dictionary and looked at the, like, top words for 2019, 2020. Um... Yeah, it could have been good. Like, do you know what I mean when you like you see a film and you're like, "Oh, I wish, yeah, I wish yeah, someone else made this." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wish yeah, it was made yeah. a bit better. No, I get that all the time, and um, it's really hard to do the funny and the serious. And like, it's good that you compared it to Eight Grey because that's a hilarious movie, but also like a very sad, uncomfortable film as well. And mm. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, this like whole live streaming a killing spree thing is like a pretty touchy subject. Like, that's what the yeah. New Zealand killer did, and it yeah, was yeah. real and. And like, uh, I don't know, it, be, it does seem a little bit irresponsible to be making a film that's about something that happened so recently. You could be just yeah. doing like a, a very serious film about it. it would be quite good. Um, mm. I don't think it's yeah, necessary that's, to make it a comedy. I didn't think about that because everyone, when Joker, when Joker came out, everyone was like, oh, it's, oh, it's so bad. Well, I guess it was just because it was more famous, but mm. because, you know, he's like a, because of what what it's about but this was even more on the nose like yeah. this guy's literally like goes mm. on a killing spree for social media fame mm. which is like a bit much yeah. i was talking to a friend of mine about it and i was saying it was a bit cringe and he said has there ever been a film that you thought dealt well with social media or dealt in a non-cringeworthy way with social media or millennial kind of lingo mm. and stuff the only one I could think of was eighth grade, but I don't know if you can think of any others. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that's really hard to get right, isn't it? I think like eighth mm. grade, uh, I thought uh, Booksmart um, was oh, really, yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's got like all social media and, and the like young millennial lingo in it and stuff. Mm. What else? Booksmart. Um, can't really think. It's a hard thing to get right. Because basi- yeah. basically what you need is like young people to start making movies rather than getting older people to make them. Um mm. Maybe someone know a Baumbach's one while we're young. That's kind of good. Oh, yeah. Do you think um, every era has like, they think that that films that represent the kind of contemporary time are cringe or do you think it's an exclusively twen- late, like 2020 thing? I don't know. I'd say that does happen every year. I say it's particularly strong at the moment with the internet and like the, there, there does seem to be a bigger um, generational gap between generations at the moment, like the sort of pre-internet post-internet generations they definitely do have like a much bigger gap in terms of their um vernacular how they speak to each other it it, like kids who have grown up in the internet have a very different way of communicating than people who grew up outside Mm. of the internet so there is a bigger gap there um yeah than there would be before because it's this brand new technology or whatever yeah but overall like i'd say that does always happen I was sitting beside some guys on Lewis going into town recently and they were saying all kinds of words that I was like, what? People actually, <laughs> people actually say this stuff. You, like, you yeet, yot, yeet. Yeah, Isn't but yeet? they kept saying like, they kept, yeah, I'm not even going to say what they're saying, but they were saying various words and I was like, whoa, do you, uh, Irish you say? They're saying LOL. OMG. um anyway last week on the podcast i shoehorned in a a bit of chat about the mandalorian because i watched it and i really wanted to talk about it yeah but uh before your watching Mm -hmm. you decided to take the step of watching the most recent uh was it the most recent uh no star wars no which one was it second most recent star wars the second Uh, most recent star wars episode eight i watched so the, the last one was nine was it yeah, I finished on nine. Three trilogies. 
and and this was the first uh the first Disney Star Wars. No, it was the se- second Disney Star Wars. What? Or third even. Ever- because they made what? yeah, they made loads. They made made in between movies as well. Like you have uh Star Wars Episode Seven, then you have Free Solo, you have Rogue One, then you have Star Wars Episode Eight, and then Star Wars Episode Nine. I think they made one, two, three, four, five movies. I thought they only made two. No, they made they made five, and and you know they shouldn't have made one. Well, I don't want to give away what I thought about the film. Uh, wait, wait, <laughs> Rogue One is the one you watched? No, I watched Star Wars. The Last Jedi, which is episode eight. Okay. I've heard Rogue One's good, though. Ah, here, play the bloody review. Okay, let's go. Hey, so I just finished watching um, Star Wars. Uh, I think it's called The Last Jedi. It's the seventh, eighth film in the series, episode eight, I think it's called. I was going to watch The Mandalorian today, but because you'd mentioned it on the podcast that it was good. But then you said that it happens after... It happens after this trilogy, so and I haven't finished this trilogy because I was kind of really uninterested in it after seeing the first one. But then uh, I was like, ah, if I'm going to watch The Mandalorian, I should really get around to watching those Star Wars films. And I did, and I wasn't really very impressed by them. Uh, they're just very, very bland films. It's really like, there's just no uh, heart in them at all. There's like some characters in it that you like, but overall it just feels kind of vapid and empty. Like it's, I don't know, like it's not real. Uh, Like a postcard version of Star Wars or something like that. I mean, this is coming from having watched uh, the the Star Wars uh, episode uh, episode 4, no episode 5, in the cinema last month and just being blown away by how good it was. And now seeing this, it's just kind of empty. I, I actually... Passed the film halfway through, went downstairs, made myself a sandwich, and was kind of just hanging around, uh, hanging around for ages, trying to not go back to watching the film, but I was like, ah, I'll get it over with. It's not like it's incredibly bad or stupid, it's just really bland, and like, it just it doesn't really get you going. Uh, so yeah, not for me. I feel like the baddies in it are so bad. Like, the baddies are what makes Star Wars, and... Uh, and like Kylo Ren and that, and that guy just like, who, uh, spoiler alert, get, gets killed like really, in a really simple way. He just gets killed and that's that. You know, they're not good baddies. You're not scared of them. Um, so no, not a good movie. Bad series. D- Disney's, Disney's shite. <laughs> Disney's, Disney's shite. There you go. <laughs> Disney. But you said that the way the... like, <laughs> what? you said that the way like, you know, like how, how like toddlers say like, shut up. You know, you're like Disney shite. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah, they produce some of the greatest of all time. Yeah, well, yeah. have they? Like what, well, Lion King? Well, yeah, I mean, like Walt Disney, I suppose. But Disney, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this this Star Wars Disney saga. I think but, it's uh, it's really boring, and it's um, yeah, it's it's kind of sad to watch, really. Um, mm. I've heard Rogue One is really good. I like Rogue Rogue One. I like Rogue mm. One, but like, uh, I don't know. Like, do I have to sit through what is it? Like, how many ten hours of cinema just mm. to enjoy one of the movies? Like, it's like it's a lot. And uh, I mean, I didn't watch. There's a big plot twist at the end of the third series that I saw online because I was on Twitter. And and I think like if you if a movie comes out and you didn't you don't watch it for like two years after it's come out, if you get a spoiler, it's kind of your own fault. Like you can't really yeah, blame 100%. anyone. So yeah, I, yeah. I saw that and I was like, okay, fine, I'll watch it because I don't want any more spoilers. I kind of want to enjoy the thing. And um, mm. and then I watched it and I was like, God, oh, Jesus! Like I actually just don't even want to be watching this. Uh, like I like I said, there I went down and had a nice sandwich and I was like. God, this just standing here in my kitchen eating a sandwich with a glass of water <laughs> is more enjoyable than this, you know, hundred yeah, million yeah. dollar movie upstairs. So <laughs> yeah, I think it, I, it, I guess like even even though you know the universe is is infinite, yeah, there's, there's kind of only so much they can do with Star Wars. Like, there's only so much they yeah. can milk out of it. Yeah, uh, like I, I assume was there was there some kind of fucking spaceship battle in it of spaceships flying around and... yeah it's it's it, you know like they 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 do some new planets they go to some new planets with some new <laughs> concepts and like that kind mm. of thing but generally mm. like 
it seems to me the um they've decided to basically rehash the older plot uh of the original three star wars they yeah. just decided to kind of recreate them in a new way which just seems really yeah. weird like yeah. the the seventh film and the fourth film are like carbon copies of each other um and then they they kind of did it with the with the fifth film and the eighth film they're kind of like very similar as well like the seventh film was just like okay there was a death star in the fourth film what can we do that's different how about we make like a really really big death star like the death star is already <laughs> massive and they're just like why do yeah, we make yeah. one that's like like really massive and then yeah. we explode that one like it's just so fucking dumb um, yeah so yeah i don't know I, I i i don't think it's great i have friends who say, it's all right like it is all right i i definitely if I had kids, I'd probably bring it to them and I think they'd kind of like think it was fun or whatever. But for me, as as, as someone who's like trying to watch a film and enjoy it, I didn't think it was very good. I um, guess I guess they're treading like a a, a tough enough line as well because yeah. Star Wars is is good. You know, the original three yeah. are good, but they're also, they're in space, but they're very easy to follow. Even though like the plots, yeah. you know, it's kind of like there's some like political... Yeah, aspect yeah. to it of the of the empire mm. and all this stuff the but it's still as a kid yeah <laughs> as a kid you know what's going on and yeah. i feel like maybe they're like how do we write more stuff but still make sure it's simple as hell like yeah not yeah yeah that's gonna true. confuse anyone that which is, is uh it's probably a, a tough one to do mm. did you did you uh have you seen the first like episode one two and three which i think was chronologically four five and six have you seen them recently at all yeah remember i i, I reviewed on the last pod i think i said i watched episode five um which i think is the best star wars um no no, no, no but i mean i mean episode one two and three. Oh yeah sorry i mean like can we just get this out of the way it's so confusing yeah i know yeah, yeah. like it's a nightmare <laughs> when to talk about what star wars you're talking about what one am i talking yeah. about uh, the one with um i think it's just called star wars episode one actually yeah, let's just say episode one two and three four five six seven eight like when we're talking okay. about and nine when we're talking about it let's just just refer by episodes because when you say like the fourth one made you're like oh but not episode four you know it's just it's just a nightmare yeah it's a I think that nightmare I d- <laughs> in my defense i do think that's that that's what i did say but we'll continue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the uh episode one all of those ones because emer and i decided we were going to watch all of them because i hadn't seen them since since they came out in the cinema mm-hmm. and i hadn't seen the the episode fucking four five and six since i was like a little kid um and then we were watching them and then emer was like now we have to watch bloody episode one with what's his name liam neeson and i was just like i just don't bloody want to like we had this whole plan of watching all of them and i was like fuck this they're shite are they shite though? I can't really remember. I just remember the toys. I guess for me, I I don't think I can look at them critically critically because I watched them when I was like a child, and mm. uh, and I was just watching like, you know, it's kind of my introduction to Star Wars after seeing the videos at home was seeing fucking Jar Jar Binks, who everyone like every adult thought was crap, but every child saw Jar Jar Binks and was like, oh my god, he's awesome! Mm. Like he's able. To I was do all a these big flips fan. And things. Like he's clap, Mr. Jar Jar Binks. Everyone was saying that in the playground in school. Everyone was like, Mr. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks. Thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I yeah. can't really. And I thought the pod racing was great. And, <laughs> like I thought, it was, I thought it was class from my child's mind. I mean, as yeah. an older person, it's hard to, to look at those films critically and go, ah, yes, but like you know, narratively they weren't so great. Nah, yeah, it got a bit too complex with the trade negotiation plot and all that. But like actually. Mm. I still have a very nostalgic love for those films, so I I don't think I I think they're bad, but I probably objectively they aren't they aren't as good. Is 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 Jar Jar Binks in all three, or is he just in the first one? He's in all three. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> I used to have a Jar Jar Binks toothbrush holder. Yeah, it was I think his I ho- did too. Yeah, he must have. It was a classic, a uh, classic home item. They're so good. The uh, yeah, the merchandise was. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the merchandise for episode one was I had I had a Darth Maul lightsaber as well. Do you remember the double sided one? Got it in a car boot sale. Oh yeah, double sided lightsaber. Like that was pretty class, wasn't it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty yeah. class. Yeah. Um, no, the merchandise was was strong. The merchandise is strong merch. with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was big into that, but <laughs> the film I can't remember so much. Um, will we? Will we move on? We'll move on. Um, 
the world needs to just move on from Star Wars. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what what movie are you going to review now? The next one is I watched I watched it the day we recorded the last podcast. So in COVID time, that's fucking years ago. Um, <laughs> a film by Peter Strickland, who directed a movie I previously reviewed on this called uh, Barbarian Sound Studio. But this one is called In Fabric. Um, and here's what I thought of it. So I just watched In Fabric. Um, the film is about a kind of haunted, possessed red dress that a woman buys. And then it kind of, uh, <laughs> the dress like kind of wants to kill her. <laughs> it's a very, 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 very good movie. It's very stupid. Like it's it, even beyond the plot, stuff happens in it that is very, very silly and very stupid. But it's weird. I was saying to Gary that like it's we. I've never seen a film that had such attention to detail put on the visuals. Like it looked amazing. It really looked. They really succeeded in making it look like it was kind of made in like the 70s and um, and it was kind of like I, I've never seen the original Suspiria but I kept thinking that this is what it must kind of look like or feel like and yeah it really like this the, the visuals are amazing the audio was really really good the soundtrack was incredible and even the performances and everything was was so good. I've never seen, as I was saying, such attention to detail put on, I guess, the more artistic elements of a film that at the same time was so stupid and so, like just so silly and just so many just stupid things <laughs> happen in it. But it's really, really good. Like, you can tell it was just like, I don't know, I'd say it was just a lot of fun to make and... The, so the dress comes from this department store that's seemingly owned by these witches um, who all live in the basement of it. And then it's during the January sales and they're kind of real creepy and they beckon all the people into their store. Um, and yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of funny because I guess it doesn't really have a like one like she has the dress and various things happen with the dress but like it doesn't really have that much of a of a story it's just like the dress is there and and lots of silly stuff happens but it's just it's so good it's also i, I haven't uh, maybe this is a thing in, in earlier movies but it has like transitions between scenes and stuff so it would just have a weird cut of visuals or photos of people shopping and music would play like between scenes and it's just mad. I'd really recommend checking it out. It's really funny and weird, and but also really incredibly nice looking and sounding. Yeah, check it out. That sounds mm. very, very nice. Yeah, it was um, brilliant. I didn't. I was kind of. I was kind of struggling to find things to say. Film, right? No, 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 no. It's directed by Peter Strickland, and I don't know who produced it. Um, but it was oh, okay. It was released by A twenty four, but not produced by them. Oh really? Oh yeah. fuck! Sometimes I want a film to just not be made by them, so yeah, I can just be like, because, I like something. Yeah, it's not them. Because I don't. Yeah, Mark has like an addiction to A twenty four. I thought hey, I'd no, moved away yeah. from it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the film didn't have. Uh, it didn't really have a like. In hindsight, it didn't really have a plot uh, at all. Like mm-hmm. the dress is there, and it does various bits, and even halfway through. About like pretty much on the halfway mark, the through whatever circumstances the the dress passes hands from the the original owner to someone else who is like mm. not in any way associated with the original owner, mm. and then the rest of the film is just about them. There's nearly two entirely separate stories. Okay, so it swaps protagonist. Like the protagonist oh, wow. is complete. Like you don't see the person from the first half of the film in the second half at all, um, oh, wow. which is mad. And it's just like how they kind of interact with the dress. It's actually funny. So the second person who I owns like it, the, the first person owns it because they buy it. Uh, she just buys it for herself. She thinks it's nice. The second person who owns it buys it because um, his friend buys it for him and makes him wear it at a stag party. Then, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has to wear it at a stag, but then it's like a haunted dress. And then it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I've got haunted. <laughs> The, uh, it's great. Like, I think what I love about it is, uh, as I kept saying, just how silly it is and the acting and like the, the dialogue okay. and everything is so over the top and 
the sound effects and every, things that happen, you're just like, what the fuck? But also, like, if you watch interviews with Peter Strickland, he's so serious about it. He's really like, yeah, I just really wanted to try and, you know, convey people's relate relationships with clothing and how different people react to different. And it's like you made the stupidest film like ever, but it's, but that's cool. I like, like that. I like, yeah, yeah, no, me too. Like it's 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 silly, but it's it's measured or like he has he knows what he's doing i'm a big fan of uh films like that where there's an inanimate object that has a character i always like that even if it's like a place or if it's like you know i mean lord of the rings is my favorite film and that like the ring is like the biggest Mm. character in that and um it's hard to do and when they do it well it's really great like a haunted object is i think it's a really cool thing or a haunted house or a spooky place uh i think it's a really cool thing so um i think i'd definitely watch this movie that's what it's cool like yeah because it's a dress as well and obviously like you see it sometimes just thrown like willy-nilly over a you know a clothes horse or like mm. it's hanging out of a head out of a chest of drawers and mm. you're like oh fuck there it is you know there's the dress <laughs> what's it gonna do um and it is like it, it's quite animated at times like it kind of crawls around on the ground and stuff it's not oh, just like you put it, it on yeah yeah it it's not move. just like you yeah you don't oh. just put it on and get sick like it can slither along the ground oh that's and, terrifying and, that's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. scary. I'd, I think you'd really like it. And as uh, my sentiment, I'm definitely going to watch this. I've actually been listening to the soundtrack a lot since as well. Okay, it's by a it's by a group called Caverns of Antimatter, who are who are just like a normal, like they don't they don't well, just they do soundtracks. Like normal name anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, <laughs> you know, they release music in a conventional way. It's not like they just make soundtracks. You know. Okay. Okay. And and uh, <laughs> but yeah overall Good movie loved it loved it loved okay. it okay uh, we have um a section here a new would we call it a new thing? segment yeah, a new, a new segment. segment we have a new segment here where um you the listener recommend a film to me and mark the uh what are we what do we call hosts. We're hosts. Hosts. hosts yeah we're the hosts and so this week we got a recommendation from james in mozambique i'm gonna play it now hi i just got back that's that's not james from mozambique that's my sister carla i'm playing a i played the wrong clip and i will play the correct clip now bill hello how are you greetings from the southern hemisphere greetings from mozambique i have a quick request for you and michael over at mk ultra film it's to review a film that's made here it's a mozambican production mozambican cast crew director everything it's called the resgat um, I, I believe the English translation is Redemption. At least that's what it's called on Netflix. It's Redemption. But I watched it a few a few weeks ago, and I really, really liked it. Um, I thought the acting was was pretty good. The, the production value was pretty good, especially given the fact it was made on pretty much a shoestring budget. But I'm, of course, a little bit biased because it's filmed here in Maputo. In fact, some scenes are actually filmed about 50, 100 meters from, from my house. So I'd like to know what you guys think of it, If what you thought, if you liked it. Um, objectively, not not as someone who lives here and is is living in Maputo. So yeah, give it a go. Let me know and uh, peace and love. Much love from Mozambique. Peace and love. Thank you very much, Jamesy, for that lovely request. Um, so I went to the trouble of watching Redemption. Uh, I went to the trouble of logging onto Netflix and watching it mm. uh, just the other night. And uh, I have a voice review. Maybe for this section, we don't use voice reviews. What do you think? I mean, up to you. Yeah, I say no voice review. I feel like we've done a lot of recordings in this episode. Maybe we can just crack on with it. You can just say what you... Yeah, we've, just we've, yeah. Just say, I'm just going to say what I thought. Just do it now. Just just yeah, go yeah, for straight it, man. Up going, like as Tony Cantwell would say, fucking raw. Um, <laughs> I, there's very few people will get that reference. Um, okay, so... <laughs> so yeah, I watched Redemption last night and I thought it was a really, really good film. Um, it's got a nice kind of Hollywood style plot of this guy who's just gotten out of jail and he's, um, he's trying to get like redemption is the theme and he's like trying to get his life back on track. And he obviously has this past as a kind of a criminal, but he has this, uh, wife and child who want to go to South Africa and get a new life. And he says, I need to just get a bit of money to save my 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 mom's house. Uh, I need 30,000 because the banker's saying you need 30,000 in a week or you'll lose the house. So he mm. 
then gets an offer from his old gangster friends and they're like, hey, we have this job for you if you want to come along and do it. Classic. So it's a pretty classic plot. Um, And I think that a lot of the times when people are put off by watching like a foreign film or a film with uh, different languages because they're going to be like, oh, it's going to be some sort of weird French new wave kind of thing. This is a pretty conventional plot. It's very easy to follow. Um, The acting is good. The production is quite impressive. And what you get with it is uh, like a really tragic story, um, pretty good action. Um, like for from I didn't know it was on a shoestring budget actually because I'd forgotten that he'd said that, and uh, I was mm. really impressed by the production behind it. And also, you get to see this whole other country that you get a window into it that you never would get if you watch if you just watch uh, films from you know Hollywood or whatever. You you see mm-hmm. like the, an interesting culture, you hear the music, you see how they get on, what kind of bars they go to. It was just really really interesting to see that world. And uh, mm. I I just found it like a real pleasure to watch something a bit different. And it was still in the canon. I know that the director, I I I forgot his name, something Fasaco. He um he went he studied in in the New York Film Academy. So I mean, he has like a, you know kind of western film uh you know, uh, Western film models in his head. So he, he has like a little bit of a cowboy feel to it too. But uh, yeah, I really recommend watching it. Uh, Redemption. It's on Netflix and we've all got Netflix. Uh, mm. So um, yeah, I recommend watching it. And thanks very much for the recommendation, James. That's I, I'm glad because James, I think we would both agree that James is a man of poor taste um generally very yeah yeah <laughs> quite a poor taste i mean i uh yeah we both know james we lived with him in paris and he uh <laughs> i think he's probably and i'm not i'm not like underestimating this he's probably watched one film in the last 10 years so mm. uh, which was that for one this to be the film it's a pretty good one <laughs> yeah fair play yeah i was i was very surprised to hear that he'd watched a movie <laughs> <laughs> We got this request and Mark was like, uh, I'm not watching that. He has terrible taste. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't. Like, I did not. I'll take the hit. I'll take the I'll hit. I'll take the I, hit on this one. I, I have screenshots to prove that, Mark. Oh, man. Um, the, um, but yeah, we won't always belittle you if you send a, a request in for us to watch something. So please yeah. do. Please do. I'll try and watch it. How, how, but like, let's role play here. What, what if I, I'm a person who's listening to this now and I want to send you... How do I do that? I want to send you a review, but I don't know how to do that. How could I do that? Oh, man, you can get us on Instagram at MKUltraFilm. You can um, text Killian on... Oh, wait, 94902837. Actually, you know what? I'm going to stop giving out my number because <laughs> I kind of... I've given out my number on so many of the episodes. And yeah. I'm just like, this is the last and, episode and then, I give out my number, okay? Yeah, so this is a big moment. Get those texts in. Uh, it's 0894902837. So this is the last time you'll hear it. Even though it'd um, be very easy for you to go to earlier podcasts and hear it. But anyway, uh, send me a WhatsApp. And we hope you do. MKUltrafilm at gmail.com. That's it, I think. Follow all of those things. That's all our. Um, yeah, that's all of our fo- social media. Follow us on Gmail. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh it's about that time man i think we're at about an hour okay an hour 10 i think it's about time to, to wrap it up okay we got those films in pretty good that was a stacked a stacked show wasn't That's it pretty pretty excellent yeah yeah a heavy episode so uh, uh i'm killian and thank, thanks very much and how are you doing i'm mark and thank you very much and have a good week and do you know what, Mark? I always thank the listener, but this time I want to thank you. I think and I want to thank you, Kitty. It was re- it yeah. was a great chat. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.